Glory to Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We continue our gospel readings for Sundays with another parable. In this parable, we have a certain rich man who, in his riches, now has excess riches. And he thinks within himself, What am I going to do? Since I have no room, where am I going to store all the excess that I have? All the crops that have gone beyond what I need? I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. God appears to him and tells him he's a fool. This very night your soul is required. What about all those things that you have and the excess that you have, all the time and energy that you spent building barns for more? So it is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. This might be a little difficult since you don't have the text in front of you. But one is, what word is repeated throughout the dialogue or the monologue of the rich man? Soul. Soul happens often. There's a word that happens a few more times than soul. What? I. I. Listen to it again. He thought within himself. We're already getting a clue. He thinks within himself. What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? I will do this. I will put down my barns and build greater. There I will store my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul. He's talking to himself again. Thinking within himself. Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. Soul, we can kind of see here or at least the state of his soul, as he likes to talk to himself. He's a little solipsistic. I, 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 I. He has a problem. It's a good problem. He has excess. Who does, it, who does he talk to when he has excess? Himself. Hey, self, <laughs> what am I going to do? I know I'm going to store all these things for myself. And then when all that is done, he says to his soul, again, he's talking to himself, soul, self, you've got, you're good, you're set. Everything is in place. And maybe God ordained that we also have the beeping constantly in the background to remind us maybe a little bit about the stores as people are retrieving from their ATM whatever they need for the Sunday. But we have here the rich man solipsistically existing. It seems like he's the only one that exists. He doesn't think about an inheritance for his children. As far as we can tell, he maybe has a wife. Maybe he has brothers. Maybe he has sisters. Maybe this is the farm that was given to him by his father and mother. We don't know anything about anyone else. We only know about the rich man and how he's going to take care of himself and his excess. Very often, 
the fathers have interpreted this about mammon, about money, and what money can do to our souls. And they ask, as God in his, not just threat, but his revelation of reality to the rich man, that in laying up treasure for oneself, you're not being rich toward God. And so St. Augustine and other of the fathers, they say, give alms. If you have excess, give of that excess. Amen. So, those of us who do not have excess, maybe we're off the hook, right? Uh, Maybe many of us are not having excess crops this year, particularly this year, to be able to build, uh, tear down, and they rebuild bigger. And so, we're okay. We've skipped this Sunday parable, and we can wait till the next Sunday parable. Brothers and sisters, I don't know about your interior monologue, but my interior monologue goes a lot like this pretty often. Maybe I don't have excess of money or crops, but I sure do think about myself. I, I, I. What am I focused on? When there's problems that come my way, good problems even, much less to say about bad problems or problems that are cause much grief and sorrow, what am I concerned with? Rather, who am I concerned with? Very often, we are the most concerned about whatever is happening in tribulation or in blessings about ourselves. Just think on your own Maybe you don't have internal monologues. Maybe you have outward monologues. But we all have our kind of monologue. What is the focus of our monologue? What are we the most concerned with? We live in a time that is only being exacerbated by various things. Of extreme loneliness. Of extreme despair. Of extremes. And I hear often, as a priest, but not only as a priest, but as a friend, or as a family member, of people and their loneliness. No friends, no one seems to care. It's all around us. I don't think I have to belabor the point. I think we're all intimately, if not ourselves, aware of this reality. We're aware and we can name others that we know who are intensely struggling with this. Many times our interior monologue of I, I, I leads us to this point of loneliness and despair. And our culture feeds it. How are we going to become the best that we possibly can? Uh, So I'm going to give an illustration here. We try to show our kids movies that actually have some kind of good messages. It's getting a little bit harder. We have to keep on going backwards in time. Uh, But even going back, we were looking at this one movie. I was like, okay, let's watch the trailer. Even trying to convince them, okay, here's your Friday afternoon movie. 
we have to have a huge argument about it, right, Ellie? Yes, we do. Because it's always they want to repeat the same movies over and over again. So just watch the trailer. So this is a trailer from the 80s. And what's the story? I don't remember the name of the movie. It is always about the boy or the girl who's gifted and wants to get out of town to go to the big city or to make it somewhere else. They want to leave their family behind, anything that has been in their background, and they want to go and make it on their own and be recognized for the special person that they are. They are special. There's no doubt about it. This is the 80s, and it's every single movie, story. You are not enough. Wherever you are is not good enough. Whoever you are, you could be better if you only made it to New York City. It's usually New York City, maybe Chicago, but LA. Okay, maybe LA. We wonder why there's a crisis of loneliness and despair. We wonder why the I, I, I is not a we. It's not concerned for those around us. It's not concerned for those who brought us into the world. It's not concerned with those that we've known for years. And it's usually because we know all of their faults. We know all of their sicknesses. We know their sin. And so we look elsewhere. How can we lay up treasures not for ourselves? How can we be, we be rich towards God? Let's replace I with we. Let's look instead into ourselves and thinking to ourselves and talking to ourselves and not widening that circle. Concerned about whatever our good problem is or our bad problem, to not rely upon ourself, upon our own wisdom. But look especially because God has given us the gift of each other in the church. God has given us the gift of of fellowship. We are not saved by ourselves. We cannot discern things for ourselves. As the fathers will tell us, he who thinks he's a spiritual father to himself is deluded. He's crazy. You can't give yourself advice. You on your own do not create wisdom. You create fantasy. There are those around us who are lonely we ourselves, even as we try to serve others, can find loneliness and despair. But brothers and sisters, very often it is us who needs to move out of ourselves. To be the friend to someone else who needs a friend. Because very often we're the one waiting for the text message, not a phone call. We're the one waiting for maybe some kind of message on social media, waiting for somebody else to create an event, waiting for somebody else to do something so that we can go and enjoy it. I, I, I. You will be rich towards others, toward God, when you're rich towards others. You will lay up treasures in heaven when you find treasures in others, the way to God 
one of those paths is deeply internal within us and our seeking repentance. But it is always through our brothers and sisters in Christ in loving service to them that we lay up treasures not only for ourselves, we build barns for everyone else so that we all may join around that, that table that is spread not for you or for me alone, but for all of us gathered together. May God give us the wisdom, the courage, and the fortitude to reach out to others, to create the barns and the spaces for us to enjoy one another, to encourage one another upon this path towards heaven, towards God himself. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.